Okay, this is the Eighth Lane Podcast. Today we have Elsa. Welcome, Elsa. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to give us just a short little bio about yourself? Tell us who you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Elsa Jaworski. I'm originally from Orlando, Florida. Um, so mountains has been relatively new. <laughs> Super fun, so though. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, originally from Orlando, um, went to school out in Georgia, and then mm. was back in Florida for work and just really wanted to be somewhere where I could enjoy, you know, the outdoor access. And mm. I was running at the time, but definitely not um, trail running or anything remotely similar to what Utah has to offer um, and applied for a job out west and didn't know anything about Salt Lake um, and took a gamble, knew one single person out in Salt Lake and uh, actually a friend from high school and saw that she was doing all sorts of crazy stuff on Strava mm-hmm. and was like, DM'd her on Instagram. I was like, help, I got a job. <laughs> should, yeah, should I, should I take it? And mm-hmm. she said, yeah, and I, I moved out. Um, so it's been now three years since I've been in Utah. That's um, crazy. So three years since you started like trail running too. Yeah, yeah. Trail That's ran awesome. At, at pretty much as soon as I moved here. Actually, the mm. day that I moved here, uh, she took me up to Brighton. Oh, cool. And, yeah, and she was like, all right, we're going to go for a run. And it's like immediately straight up, whatever. <laughs> like, I wait, remember. run? Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get dropped. I was like, you can drop me. It's okay. Um, and anyways, it's been uh, kind of a wild ride since. Um, absolutely love it out here. And uh, yeah get been in trail running and that's kind of it. That's so crazy. So when you were running in Florida, was it from like high school that you were running or was it just like, I like to exercise? What was it? Yeah. So my mom's actually type one diabetic um, and she was diagnosed in her late twenties. And so rare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so at the time the American Diabetes Association was training for the London marathon. Um, And my parents were not active in like the running world at that point in time. Um, and she had us like relatively young. And so as they were training, um, she just got into it and my parents started traveling all around like the globe mm. for marathons. Um, cool. yeah, yeah. Really, really awesome. Yeah. And so my brother and I just grew up running. My brother ran collegiately. Mm. Um, and I just thought partying in high school was a little bit more fun. <laughs> um, so I ran, but kind of just kept it fun mm. and ran all throughout college, but you know, just for funsies. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I grew up running, like it's not like something I picked up in adulthood. Mm. Um, it's always kind of been around, but mm. definitely not um, in a competitive nature. It's been it's been nice. I think there's a lot of people out in Utah or just in general who ran collegiately who yeah. kind of hate it or have like a strained relationship with it where I've just kind of kept it fun all these years. And yeah, um, it's still fun, at least for now. That's good. Yeah. I feel like that's perfect for trail running too. Cause like yeah. the whole thing with ultra running is just like, it's a party. Like it's, it's party, meant to just be silly. fun. Yeah, for sure. I know. I feel like growing up, um, even my family, like, you know, you'd see people at, like, the turkey trot or whatever with, like, mm. the hats on or, like, whatever. Yeah. And you're always like, oh, those people. And now it's like, now I'm that person. <laughs> you know? Like, like, the person dressing morphed. up weird. I'm like, oh, no, who have I become? <laughs> like, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing your photo on the Tahoe 200 Instagram page. And I was like, what kind of beanie is that? Like, what is she wearing? <laughs> Not a beanie. <laughs> latex. The latex beanie. Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, I want to get into that. Because weren't you, like, filming a music video when yeah. you were Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, I don't know. Like, the entire sport of ultra running is, like, ludicrous to begin with. Like, yeah. the fact that people are running over marathon distances is just, like, dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I hilarious. Try, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And so I just, like, try to keep it fun and lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people 
think it's really, really difficult and inaccessible. Um, mm-hmm. So if I can try to show a side to it that's more lighthearted and gives people the opportunity to be like, oh, I think I can do this too. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I want to like exemplify. Um, yeah. So it's uh, that and I just like to be an entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> it's also selfish. Um, <laughs> like, like the yeah, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I just started like making music videos. I did it for my first hundred um, and it kind of just like snowballed from there. People what was your it. music video for I your did first it 100? to, um, oh my God, why am I blanking on the song? Shania Twain, uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Oh, really? It was super fun. I can't wait to see these. That's hilarious. Yeah. So we did that one. Um, and then from there, it's kind of been like every every race or like larger scale race that I've done. Um, you know, trying to, what song am I going to do? What am I going to do? How do I up the ante? Uh-huh. Um, and I love Pitbull, like not ironically. Like I think he's hilarious. <laughs> like actually, <laughs> yeah, I love him. <laughs> One of my top Spotify artists. Um, and so, um, it's like you know what, you know, it would be really fun is if we all wore bald caps. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also my crew for Tahoe. Mm-hmm. A lot of them knew each other, but mm-hmm. a lot like had only met them in passing. Yeah. Um, so I figured, you know, they're gonna spend three plus days together yeah a good way to break the ice is have them all in like latex and yeah. <laughs> doing something ridiculous um and it worked so um that's awesome. yeah, we had a blast that's crazy so i want to talk about tahoe 200 mm-hmm. so give us just like for anyone that hasn't heard of it what is the tahoe 200 yeah it's a it's a 200 miler race uh, put on by destination races i mm-hmm. think um in Nevada and California, so it crosses into both. I'm pretty sure. I'm like now, I'm like maybe. It <laughs> um, and I think the course has changed a little bit over the years, just based off of wildfire mm-hmm. um, issues that they've had. But it's a 200 mile race. Um, you you have to complete it in one go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like a stage gate, or you know, you can't you can sleep, but um, you know, it's not like you have a, a set set up camp anywhere. Yeah. Um, so it's. Yeah, 200. It's just over 200 miles. It was supposed to be 205. A lot of us clocked 213. Uh, they claim our watch is glitched, but I'm taking all Everyone's the mileage. I could, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, going to take 213. Um, yeah. And it was like 36,000 feet of gain. Mm. Um, so, yeah, late July, they pushed back the timing of it. I think generally speaking, it's, it's part of the Triple Crown, which yeah. uh, Destination Races put on, um, which is, oh, gosh. Uh, Tahoe 200, um, Bigfoot, which is another 240. Yeah, or is it just two? it's like 215 or 210. Oh, okay, and it's in um, oh god, Oregon, Washington, somewhere up there. Yeah, and then Moab 240. Mm. Um, so it's part of the Triple Crown. It's the first one. They push it back a little bit later this year just because of the snowpack. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a 200 mile. Is it mile. hot this year then? Um, honestly, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, okay. that's yeah. good. So a turn mile race that basically follows the Tahoe Rim Trail. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an out and back, which is, I think for some people, they don't like that as much. But for me and ease of my crew, mm-hmm. um, it's actually really nice. And you see it at vastly different times of the day. <laughs> yeah, so. it's not like you're like not being yeah. entertained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like different mental states and the whole gambit. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's an awesome race. They Candace puts it on. It's They do a great job with it. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably saw her 
ultramarathon streak. She's yeah, the girl insane. that did that. I know, <laughs> yeah. insane ultramarathon streak. Like, I wish I could do that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Quit my job, just run all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got some cute clients at work, and I think like three or four older guys like left me the newspaper yeah. with her and they're like, look how great she is. You're not like her. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like rubbing it in. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, Candace is great. Thank <laughs> you. I know this. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So how long did the Tahoe 200 end up taking you? Um, you know, I don't actually know my exact finishing time. It was just over 72 hours. Okay. So 72 hours. That's a change. great time though. Um, it was a lot better than yeah. I was expecting to. Mm-hmm. I really had, I mean, I've done one, I've only done one 100 before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a handful of like overnight stints and like longer adventure runs. Um, but I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, I just knew that it would take a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I, I was aiming for anywhere between 80 to 90 hours, mm-hmm. um, like conservatively. And I felt, I felt really good about being able to complete it in 90 hours, mm-hmm. um, but especially with like sleep deprivation and yeah, trying to move for that long, I wasn't really sure how my body was going to feel. Um, so we just kind of winged it. <laughs> yeah. And you ended up taking second place too, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. your first 200. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's nice. Like I, I don't run to podium and I don't run to mm. really be competitive. That's not really where I see myself fitting in the ultra scene yet, yeah. at least. Um, and so, you know, I, I want running to, to be accessible. I want to show people that, uh, you know, like I said, that anybody can do this. Like I truly mm-hmm. believe anybody who wants to do it can do it, should do it, should feel like they have uh, the space and like belong on the trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also do a lot of running for charity, like certain organizations that I feel um, that I, you know, that deserve to be elevated. And mm-hmm. so like that's at least I feel like that's my space within ultra running. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I can podium, I think, you know, it's really cool that I can marry the two because um, yeah. it gives me an elevated platform to be able to, you know, spread those messages on. Yeah. Um, and show people you can, like, do dumb shit and have fun. You know, yeah. like, it's it's hard. Don't get me wrong. Like, there are really, like, there are big lows in those mm-hmm. races, but there's so much, so many more highs um, than there are lows. Yeah. It also teaches you so much about yourself, like, trying to pull happiness and fun from, like, a place of, like... <laughs> serious pain (laughs) yes yeah for sure so it it's like a good like life lesson too kind of oh yeah yeah I mean even just like the cyclical nature of okay I feel really good this might last five minutes but I feel really good yeah and then when you dip into the lows it's like okay this feels so shitty but it's gonna last like five minutes or five hours or 10 hours or whatever it is but you know that it's gonna end yeah like the good and the, the good and the bad are temporary like yeah. regardless. Um, and I feel like that's, that's life, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be good. It's going to be bad. It's going to be ugly, but, um, it's going to be good at some point. So yeah. like, there's the hope for that. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just keep going. Eat a quesadilla and, and it'll get good. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, so training up to it, you got in a few months before the race started. Yeah. So they pushed, back the timing on it and I was on the wait list um so I really didn't think that I was going to get into the race Mm. um I had posted on like the Facebook page trying to understand my chances because I think for what is it Bear and Wasatch Mm. there's a couple of races that I know if you're on the wait list it's pretty high that you get off because people just drop or decide to defer I think Bear's like if you're 350 yeah yeah or something like that you'll get on yeah Yeah. and I was 
uh, I don't know, like 39 or 40 or so- something like that for Tahoe. Mm-hmm. So I, in my mind, I was like, oh, no problem. I'm definitely in. Yeah. And then I posted on the Facebook group and somebody had said, you know, I've been 13th four years in a row and never gotten off. So I was oh, like, wow. oh my God. Wow. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to plan around. And then because there was so much snow this past year, I got on. Um, so, so many people like, or they pushed the dates and I, uh. I got in. Um, yeah. I remember getting the email of like, all right you know, you've been accepted. Mm-hmm. And I texted a couple of people. I was like, should I do it? And they're like, well, and I was like, I already accepted. <laughs> You're like, I already yeah, said yes. Yeah, I was like, you so. should have known that I was already going to say yes. <laughs> Don't freak me out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Was it like just excitement? Were you nervous? Because like yeah, training for a 200 is like you got to train. Yeah, I was training. I had 100 planned as a backup okay. um, in June. Mm-hmm. And so like, I had pretty much just switched all my attention to just doing that mm-hmm. um, just because I didn't think I was going to get into Tahoe. So mm-hmm. I really feel like the, the training's not super different between 100 and 200 because I, yeah. I don't I, – I, I recently got a coach, um, like, within mm. the past month, but I've been pretty much since I started ultra running, like, no coach. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, having fun and, like, running, like, yeah. long miles all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the training didn't really change because I really didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just figure it out. I'll just run a lot and hope yeah. that that works out. Um, and it did. So, it's awesome. Yeah. That's crazy. What was your longest run leading up to? Um, the I I kind of thrive on high mileage. Like, if I could run mm-hmm. 100 miles every week, I would 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of longest. I did, I, oh, I did a 50 miler. Um, mm-hmm. I like a route that I created in the Wasatch. I called mm. it Backyard 50 mm. um, and forced all my friends to come out and hang out with me. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so I think that was the longest, but I had like a stretch where it was like 30, like 30, 20, Saturday, Sunday, 30, 20, 30, 20, 50 mm. miles, a road marathon. Yeah. And it's all just stuff that I wanted to do and had said mm-hmm. yes to. Um, yeah. So it was a lot of like really high volume back to back. And do you run a lot during the week or was it mostly that weekend mileage you feel like that? carried you to yeah I run like I'd say generally like eight miles almost every day okay and then on the weekends it's it's the longer like 20s Mm. plus um do you do mostly trail do you do any road I try to do as little road as possible Mm. I hate the road Mm. um so there's sometimes when it's necessary and you have to do it but if I could be on the trail like all day long every day I probably Mm. would be that's awesome I think that speaks to to like Every ultra runner I've ever met is like, I started to actually like excel at these races when mm-hmm. I prioritized trail running over road running. Yeah. And for me, road running is just like, it's so easy. Like I can just like wake up and walk out my door know, so nice. and run, but like taking the time to like get to the trail yeah. is worth it. And oh, it's way sure. more fun. It's like exponentially more fun than just like plodding out miles on the road (laughs) it's it's definitely more fun it's more variable I luckily I'm like I haven't had any injuries Mm. like I don't know that I want to say that out loud (laughs) (laughs) I've had some like IT band issues when I first moved here and I first started but I was doing like probably 50% road 50% trail Mm. and then as soon as I switched to more trail and um increased my volume I have not had a single problem. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that has had to do with being predominantly on the trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I, like I said, I hadn't really worked with a coach before. I just started doing speed work like a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago. Um, cool. But I generally only run like slow all the time. Mm-hmm. 
like yeah. party pace. That's what I call it. All day party pace. Yeah. Which is what ultras are. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I do think that speed work is like as a coach too. I think it's mm-hmm. important to like speak to that because like everyone puts so much of an emphasis on that zone two work. Yeah. But sometimes just like letting yourself push Mm -hmm. it feels good a and getting your heart rate up there is also like yeah it's been fun to now like experiment with it um Mm -hmm. a little bit it's like oh wait this is actually like fun I don't hate it as much as I thought I was gonna hate it um which is nice but yeah it's hard I mean I I like running slow and I don't really like to push most of the time like I just want to like sing and dance with my friends Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's a lot easier to do that when you're like kind of walking (laughs) yeah I feel like that is probably what makes you a good ultra runner though is that you like make it fun it has to be fun you're out there for like yeah 72 hours yeah yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly yeah Yeah. well I think too like there's not money in ultra running generally speaking right and there's so few sponsorships Mm -hmm. so the vast majority of people are paying to do this sport to like put yourself through like extreme pain Mm -hmm. so if you're paying to do that you might as well like have a really good time you might as well like it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly so yeah. when you can shift your mindset to just having fun and being silly I think that's like so much more beneficial yeah so how do you do that in the in your 200 mile race when it got like maybe a little bit dark or like a little bit rough emotionally how yeah. do you pull back yeah happy? I was lucky I had pacers the entire time mm. that I could have a pacer which was yeah. huge um and I, I think most of my crew knows uh, my personality and knows when to kind of shake things up a little bit. Mm. And I'm like telling them, make me do a cartwheel, make me like <laughs> do whatever to shift my perspective. Um, but there were some stretches of the dark where it's, you know, it's just like head down, grind it out. Yeah. Um, I, one of my pacers was like, do you want to like sing and dance and have fun or do you just want to put your head down? I was like, I want to put my head down. <laughs> I was like, I can't think about that You're right like, now. like, this is, this is the time. <laughs> yeah. And I think like I do try to highlight and I do, I think on social media I show a lot of like me being fun and having like a silly goofy time. But yeah. there are those moments where it's like, oh my God, I like hate everything. In this <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't come without that. And I, uh-huh. I want people to be aware of that as well. Yeah. Um, but I think when you, I think when you're out there for the right reasons, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I do want to have fun and I am here because I genuinely enjoy the sport. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to be, to accept that things suck for an hour or two. Yeah. Like I'm just going to sit in this like shitty spot. Mm-hmm for as long as it takes and then I know like as soon as that sun comes up or as soon as I get to the next aid station and there's like a potato yeah I'm gonna be golden yeah so I think it's just like more of the acceptance of Mm. like embracing the suck yeah what so you said the thing about the potato yeah (laughs) what are your like foods what were your foods I guess on the Tahoe that you were like, holy cow, this this has brought life into me. Let's dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, the biggest one was mac and cheese. My, really? Yeah, it was like craft mac and cheese. Awesome. One of my uh, crew members um, was making like a pot, a large pot with, I think he was saying he was putting like six sticks of butter <laughs> in every pot of mac and cheese. I, I'm usually okay with food, but I was having kind of a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um and I was also eating every, like, 45, 50 minutes, mm-hmm. which is just really often. Like, yeah. it's really, really frequent. Um, and I was doing a good job of doing a lot of, like, gels and, like, honey stingers and the, the typical yeah. nutrition. And when I go to aid stations, I try to eat as much real food as possible just because yeah. it's few and far between. So quesadillas were going down well, um, pizza, 
I feel like just anything like high carb um, Slurpees. I love, mm-hmm. I love Slurpees. Yeah. So anything <laughs> that's, that's like, like straight, just sugar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like hummingbird juice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd say that. And then yeah, the mac and cheese was like life altering. Was there anything that you ate that you like hated or yes. that your stomach was like, I'm not accepting this? <laughs> yeah. I, I love spring. Um, mm-hmm. And I had a ton of um, the speed nut flavor. I love that one. Yeah, Yeah, I used to. (laughs) And I had my first one and it was like kind of warm out. And it's just like that, you know, I had my first one. I was like, no. And like, that was it. As soon as Mm -hmm. I like came to the next aid station, I was like, throw away every (laughs) single speed nut, like get it out of my sight. I cannot look at that. Um, But I think that was really the only thing that I, that I had that was like absolutely like heinous. And I didn't Mm. like throw up or anything like that, but it was still just like unsettling. Yeah. So or not in there well it's lucky that you kept everything down I know like on those long long races that's a huge issue for people yeah I mean I think fuel like it's staying on top of your fueling is huge like Mm -hmm. if you don't and you get in the hole it's really hard to come back from yeah um the nice thing about longer distance races is you have so much time so you know people are definitely concerned about you trying to keep moving Mm -hmm. but for me it's not going to make that much of a difference. Mm. I'm out here for so long. Yeah. So, you know, stop, take a seat on the side of the trail and eat this spring energy that's going to take me maybe like two minutes to choke down, even if it's really bad. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, take the time to do that so that you don't like have to take an hour at the aid station, Mm. like puking. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of like learning those little things as you go of take the time now versus take mm-hmm. the time later. Um, yeah. But you can only get that through trial and error, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. How did you choose that 45-minute interval? Like, I have met runners that say, like, oh, I do, like, just a huge bomb every, like, hour and a half. Yeah. But I also prefer the 45 minutes. How yeah. did you choose it? I honestly don't even know. I <laughs> I don't like, know why 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, like, hourly is what I would – tend to do but mm-hmm. 45 felt like enough time where I was getting enough calories in frequently to be able mm-hmm. to like make up in case something went wrong or you know and yeah. it was variable like I got I had a beep on my watch mm-hmm. like the timer was going off to remind me to eat yeah um which is like so so beneficial yeah um but it was flex so if I was at an aid station and ate a ton of stuff it's like okay if my watch just beeped I can give myself another 10-15 minutes before I eat something else yeah the nice thing about having pacers they're like you have to eat they're gonna make you eat yeah whatever this is okay fine (laughs) yeah even if you're like almost don't want to to. yeah yeah Yeah. um it sounds like your pacers brought a ton of stoke for you oh yeah um who were they yeah i had the best pacers the best crew like the Mm -hmm. best people um i'm super close with my parents so my parents come out to a lot of stuff um which is really cool yeah um so i had both my parents uh crewing and then i for my pacers i had five total Mm -hmm. um so my brother like i said ran collegiately and Mm -hmm. so i'm close with a bunch of his friends too who ran collegiately as well yeah um so i had yeah, two collegiate runners, um, <laughs> which like, I was like, it's going to be slow. It's going to be a lot of walking. Yeah. <laughs> be prepared. Yeah. Um, so my friend JL and my friend Wintner um, came out to pace. I had one of my coworkers come mm. who lives in cool. California. Yeah. Um, and he has kids and 
he had texted me, I think like a week before the race, uh-huh. went running with my eight-year-old and they threw a temper tantrum. I'm ready to pace you. Like I got my practice in. And I was You're like, like oh, yeah, I was like, honestly, my temper tantrum might be worse. So we'll be see. prepared. Yeah. Um, and then I had uh, two of my best friends from Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're part of Women of the Wasatch, mm-hmm. um, which is an awesome, incredible group. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had Justine Hewitt, who is an absolute crusher in the Wasatch. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a Millwood FKT. Uh, she Dang. won Scout. She's mm. huge at Rufa. She's absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, and she ran 50 miles with me just because. That's awesome. Um, and then my friend Rosemary, um, who is also a huge crusher. She she likes to stay under the radar, but mm. um, she's, yeah, she's a badass. You're like, I'm pulling her out. Of, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's cool. I want to hear more about Women of the Wasatch because yeah. it is like a really cool organization yes. that gives a good community to like – girls who want to trail run because for women especially I think it is intimidating just because like of a million reasons but yeah tell me about women of the Wasatch yeah so I when I moved to Salt Lake I only knew one other person Mm. um and it was a friend that I went to high school with and her name is Meredith Johnson and so Mm. Meredith started women of the Wasatch wow Um, yeah yeah and so she had texted me like we should start a running group I was like, you're the only person that I know here. Um, and <laughs> so she, you should <laughs> Yeah. She knows everybody somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I'll help, but I, like, definitely can't recruit anybody because mm-hmm. I would only recruit you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I kind of, you know, assisted her in it. And it's been over – it's pretty much as soon as I moved. So we just celebrated our three-year birthday mm-hmm. um, in October, which is That's awesome. so cool. Congrats. Yeah. 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 It's, it's been the craziest ride. Um but yeah, it's a women identifying trail group. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we just want to create a safe space for women to feel like they belong on the trail. I think, mm-hmm. like to your point, it can be really intimidating mm-hmm. to get out on the trail, especially not just in the Wasatch, but any race you go to. Yeah. You know, the field tends to be skewed towards predominantly males. Yeah. Um, so you feel like maybe, you know, you're, you don't belong out there or certain races don't have like anything specifically for women like there's not um like tampons or pads or anything Mm. you know where they haven't considered you know women running in the races and I think a lot of that is is shifting now Mm -hmm. um I think there's a lot of vocal women and men um in the space to you know kind of flip the switch but Mm -hmm. you know we wanted to be able to create a place um for women to group up and be able to you know share their experiences um, and it made it super, at least for me, approachable because I saw Meredith and I saw other girls, you know, mm-hmm. running 50 miles or running whatever. I was like, oh, if they're doing that and I run with them every week, I could try to do that. Yeah. Um, and it makes it way less intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just like the craziest group of like the most badass crushers. Um, mm-hmm. It's been really fun to see. And we've grown so fast, faster than I think any of us could have imagined. Um, so we do a lot of demos with different brands, um, mm-hmm. just to, you know, get different girls to try out different shoes. Um, cause running seems like it's a cheap sport and then it's a $300 watch and yeah. $200 pair of shoes and a hundred dollar vest, you know? Yeah. So if you can try out some of these different things before actually purchasing them, I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of nice. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's a, it's a great group and I mean, I'm obviously biased, but, um, yeah, yeah it's a, if you're in the Salt Lake area or, Draper, Park City, Ogden. We have chapters there as well. Mm. Yeah, it's so amazing. Everyone that I know that has, like, even been once has said, like, it has made it so much less intimidating for them. Yeah. And I think you said, like, if 
these girls are doing these races and I run with them every week, Mm -hmm. then I can do it. And I think that's how everyone starts ultras is like, oh, well, if they did it, I can do it. You know, you're like, we walk together every Tuesday, basically. And (laughs) they ran 100 miles. I think I could try it. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's amazing because these races will like change your life. They'll change the way you view yourself. They'll change the things you think you're capable of. So 100 percent. Yeah. It's a super powerful thing to like invite anyone to. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, we keep skipping back and forth, but I do want to go back to Tahoe. Yeah, Just talk about you finishing the mm-hmm. race and when you realized you were going to get second, when you realized you were going to finish, all of that yeah. good stuff. Yeah. I'd say in general, like most of the race, I was in pretty good spirits. Um, around like 80 to 90, um, it was really hot. Um mm-hmm. And I tend to do heat pretty well. I'm from Florida, and I feel like heat training, mm-hmm. like, I tend to have that on lock pretty well. Um, but there was this, like, horse race going on, so I kept having to, like, pull off to the side to let these horses pass. Mm-hmm. Just, like, annoyed, and it was hot. Um, and then my pacer and I took a wrong turn, like, barely. Like, we yeah, added a mile or something, I mm-hmm. think, and I'm just sobbing. I'm like, I'm going to be the aid station, you yeah. know? Um, and I was really struggling at that point, just mm-hmm. like really tired. I think I was I was almost 100 miles in, and it was hot, probably almost 30 hours or so. Had and you slept yet? No, I hadn't okay. slept yet. And mm-hmm. so I got to the aid station, and it's really hot, and I'm realizing that I still have over 100 miles to go. And at that point, I'm like, oh, I, mm. I don't know. Like, yeah. I guess I'm just going to try to, like, power through. Mm. Um, and I was talking to one of the medics. And at that point, I was pretty far ahead of the, like, larger pack. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she told me, she was like, you haven't slept yet. Take a nap. Mm. Take an hour nap. Like, you have the mm. time. Just yeah. sleep and see how you feel when you wake up. Mm. It's like, okay, I can do that. Mm. And I slept for like 15, 20 minutes and I woke up and I felt horrible. Mm. And so I like put my stuff on. I'm feeling so defeated. Um, and I start to walk out and I'm like, I just like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I feel awful. She's like, go back to bed. Try mm. it one more time. Mm. So I went back to bed and like laid down for another 15 minutes or so. And I woke up and I looked at my crew. I was like, let's fucking go. That's <laughs> like, it. This, That's, is, this it. is it. <laughs> Um, and everybody was, like, hyped. They're like, oh, my gosh, she, she came back to life. Like, what was that, 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like that was kind of, like, the inflection point of, like, all right, let's do this. We're going to do mm-hmm. it. Um, and so, you know, we kind of kept cruising. And I think, like, it's so special to be able to run through the night yeah. and have a sunset, have a sunrise. Like, it completely, like, revitalizes you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once I – because I had my, my three male pacers first – and then I had my two, like, best friends from from Salt Lake later because they were actually in um, – Tahoe was the same weekend as High Lonesome in, oh, wow. in Colorado. Yeah. Um, so they were actually there pacing High Lonesome, and they flew to Tahoe. Oh, my to gosh. Yeah, so they Champs. ran, like, yeah. I don't even know, 70-plus miles that weekend, something ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, I have great friends. Mm. And so – once I saw them, mm-hmm. that was it. I was like, we're going to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially once I got my last pacer, Justine, mm-hmm. she was the last 50 with me. And I run with her almost every single morning. Mm-hmm. And so once I saw her, I'm just like crying. I'm like, we're going to finish. Like, You're like, got let's this. go. Yeah. It's like 50 miles, like mm-hmm. small change. Um, yeah, yeah. At this point, I've been out here for so long. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so I think like once I saw her, then I knew that, mm. you know, it was the home, like however long it took us, yeah, it was, you know, like we would finish. Mm. Um, and at that point I was further ahead timing wise than I thought, mm. um, you know, based off my like 80 to 90 hours, I was like way ahead. Mm. So I was like, okay, even if something goes horribly wrong or I need to sleep for like two to three hours yeah. one night, I can... I have the wiggle room to be able to do that. Yeah, you were like 20 hours ahead of yeah. the 90. That's awesome. Yeah. And like the, the cutoff was an hour and five or sorry, 105 or 100, yeah. one of the two. So I was like, I, I can finish. I know mm-hmm. that I can finish. Yeah. Um. So that was like nice to have like kind of money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Um. But as far as placing goes, like that is not my, um, that's not my driving force for, mm-hmm. for running. And so... Um, a lot of it was out and back sections. And so other racers would say things or other, um, other people would make comments. I was like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know. I don't like that's, just because it get in my doesn't head. matter to you or it's, it would stress you out too much? A little bit of both. Okay. It's like, I don't want this. I don't want to then like switch into competitive mindset yeah. because I want to be having fun, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just a certain point, it's like, I don't want to have this like baseline anxiety of like, oh, I need to like pick up the pace or I need to do whatever. Yeah. Um, but that did come later, you know, once we got kind of towards the end. Um, I'd found out that, you know, I, or at that point I knew that I was in second, mm-hmm. probably around like, I don't know, 130, 140, 150 mm-hmm. or so. Um, and I was feeling good and, you know, kind of just kept cruising. And then once I got my friend Justine, she was like, uh, Sally, who was in third is, you know, is, is charging. <laughs> and, you're like, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm. I guess we're, I, I was like, I'm going to try to push. And I, I tried and I was like, okay, I give up. I was like, I'm so tired. I was like, she catches me, she catches me. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can hang out for a little bit or whatever. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can chat. Yeah, maybe we can be on best friends. Um, yeah. And uh, my, my Justine didn't tell me that like Sally had also decided to, or not decided, but had kind of let off the gas. Mm. So I thought that she was just like increasingly catching and catching <laughs> so and catching. Stressful. Yeah. And so I was like still kind of trying to push, but also like felt like there was nothing left in the tank. And so yeah. I definitely think I would have gone a lot slower had mm. Justine not lied to me. <laughs> lied <laughs> in the like, best thanks. way possible. Yeah. <laughs> but also actually thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was watching Sally. That's mm-hmm. why I was like following the 200 because yeah. I love her. I think she's got yeah. a great message to share. And uh, she had like a lot of stomach issues, I think was one of the main things. Her mm-hmm. feet were like really gnarly. Yeah, I think something. she had some foot something from um, Cocodona. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was watching her and waiting for her to finish. And then mm-hmm. they posted that you finished. And yeah. I was like... Oh, I've seen that girl from yeah. Woman of the Wasatch page. That's so random. Yeah, like, who's this girl? <laughs> Which Why is does she so have a ball cool. cap on? <laughs> yeah, literally. So Pitbull music video. Yes. I want to yes. hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I like to just keep it silly and goofy and have fun. Uh-huh. Um, and so I love Pitbull. And I was like, this is going to be like, if we're doing 200, we have to go all out. <laughs> so, you know, I'm buying bald caps for everybody. I'm making everybody just be like absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then it's really fun too. I think that. Um, volunteers and the aid stations really like it because I come through I'm like play this song like mm-hmm. dance with me yeah and I've actually become friends with a couple of the the volunteers at the aid stations really that's yeah. awesome yeah which is awesome um yeah and it's just it's 
ridiculous. Like, like I said, it's just dumb to be running 200 miles. Like, what a stupid idea. Mm -hmm. Um, So you might as well do something even more ludicrous, like run in a bald cap, which is not very breathable, (laughs) uh, it turns out. It's a little sweaty. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it was just super fun to, Mm -hmm. you know, be able to be filming it the whole time and get other people in on it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. What song was it? Uh, don't stop the party. Don't stop. Ah, uh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was a party. We had yeah. an absolute blast. Um, and you know, I think the crew liked it. The pacers liked it. The volunteers liked it. It just, mm-hmm. it it was a good like constant reminder of we're out here to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, in a very like visceral way. Yeah. So finishing it, what did it mean to you? Yeah. emotionally like how was that oh my god it was awesome uh a couple miles before like I was really ready to be done mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I was like uh, I wish I could say like you know the hour leading up to it I was like oh my god I'm floating on cloud yeah. nine but I was like oh my god where the fuck is it finished <laughs> uh, I had like a really gnarly blister on the bottom of my foot that like mm-hmm. popped like two miles before uh, and I was like kind of like limping the last mm-hmm. like little bit like run walking basically mm-hmm. Um, and it felt like there were the craziest climbs, like West Granger climbs. And I'm sure they were like 100 foot. You know? I know. At so the small. end, it always feels like you got your yeah. poles and you're like leaning over. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's like a pretty long like switchback E section. It's it's how you start the the race. Okay. Um, so I could like hear and see the finish for a little bit. Cool. Um, not like long enough to where it was like like taunting. Yeah. But enough to be like pretty hype and you know mm-hmm. my my uh my crew had cowbells and so i i can hear everybody and the song's going you know uh-huh. um and my friend justine and i have like started dur- during races like holding hands uh-huh. which i think is just really wholesome <laughs> and so wholesome. i'm like we have to like cross the finish holding hands <laughs> um and yeah I, I don't know like it meant so much this in general this past year has been really really hard for like my own mental health mm-hmm. um and like before Honestly, like, before Tahoe started, um, I, like, had this moment, like, the day of Tahoe, of clarity, mm-hmm. of these people are traveling, like, 16-plus hours to be here mm-hmm. just because they want to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing they get in return for doing this thing. Like, obviously, I'll pace or crude or whatever, but they're not, like, asking for it. They're just here mm-hmm. because they love me and they support me, and they think I can do it. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be here if they didn't think that I could do it. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, it was just, like, it didn't matter what happened like, during the race, like, I had my crew with me, and, like, they believed in me, and they loved me, Mm. and so, like, whatever else happened was, like, whatever, if I got fucking last place, so be it, you know, I had, like, the best people with me, um, so crossing the finish line was, like, the culmination of, like, a year's worth of hard work of, like, focusing on my own mental health, and, um, investing in my community, Mm. and, like, showing up for the people that I love, and they showed up for me, and, like, Mm. full, and fucking bald gaps, you know what I mean, yeah, um, so it was, like, it was super emotional. Um, yeah, it was, like, one of the best feelings. I feel like it's so hard to put into words, like, what running for 72 or walking for 72 hours, like, actually feels like. Yeah. Um, but uh, people show up in such big ways, and I had so many friends because I had I gave my, like, Instagram to one of the, the people in my crew, mm-hmm. um, and they were just posting updates and whatever else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then I get my phone back or turn it on after, like, three days of, like, not looking at it. Yeah. And I have friends from high school and college, like, texting me, like, hey, I watched the live stream of you finishing. I'm like, <laughs> so cool. yeah, I was like, that's <laughs> random, but thank you. Like, I yeah. appreciate it. I'm like, that's a boring thing to watch. Like, somebody, like, slow jogging across. <laughs> You're like, I was, like, crawling, but <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was like, 
anticlimactic, but <laughs> she, I appreciate like, it. it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, it was awesome. Like, I don't know. I don't know that anything will, like, really top that again, mm. but um, hopefully it will. Mm. I'll give it a try, so. Yeah, every time you accomplish something that you think's like, impossible at one point, yeah. you're always just, like, there's nothing that's going to beat this. But For then, sure. like, there's another race. and Yeah, there's always more stuff. Yeah. The nice thing about Tahoe is, like, I think since it was so long, mm. like, distance-wise and time-wise, now everything else seems so small in comparison. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, I can do that 50 mile this weekend if you want to go do it, you know, Um, which I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but um, now I just, like, want to go hang out with everybody in the mountains all the Mm -hmm. time. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great thing, I think. Didn't you sign up for another 250 this year? Yeah, I'm signed up for Cocodona. Cocodona. Yeah. That's going to be so crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think I've invited... When is that one? It's May. Okay. Beginning of May. I think Mm -hmm. I've invited every single person I've ever met. (laughs) I, like, see a random stranger on the street. I'm like, what are you doing, Mason? You're like, hey, I have an invite for you. Yeah. Like, there's a spot in the Airbnb for you. (laughs) I I was telling somebody, I was like, I don't know if a 100-person Airbnb exists, but I'm going to find out. (laughs) Like, we'll see. Yeah. Because that's how many people are coming. Yeah. I hope. (laughs) Everybody listening, you're invited. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. So you're probably mid-training for that. How is it with the winter running and everything? Yeah, I love winter running. Um, really? Yeah. This year we don't have as much snow right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I say I love winter running, last winter did kill my soul. Because mm. um, it was like breaking trail. I'm an yeah. early morning run person just before mm-hmm. I start work. Um, yeah. And it was breaking trail at like hip deep snow every single day, even in the foothills. And You are so dedicated. Yeah. After a while it was like enough, especially mm-hmm. when I was like blizzarding in April or whatever of last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, but I think there's something magical about, um, like, the snow and running when it's dark outside and yeah. it's quieter and there's less people and, mm-hmm. you know, all those, like, magical little moments. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the throes of training. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see, like, you know, it's my first time working with a coach. So yeah. strategically, like, I hate taking rest days so much. Like, I, I just love to hang out with everybody all the <laughs> yeah. time. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I not as much from a standpoint of, like, wanting to do well from a competitive nature, mm-hmm. but I want to be the 72-year-old that's out, like, towing yeah. the line at Wasatch 100, you yeah. know? So it's like I'm in it for the longevity of the sport, so mm-hmm. I figure I might as well, like, st- try to be strategic. Yeah. And, like, learn how to properly train. Yeah. So. And I feel like once you've run a few ultra marathons, it's not so much about finishing, but it's about feeling like you did your best in mm-hmm. training and that like you were able to like show up for yourself on race day. Yeah. And so that's probably also like a, a really cool part about working with a coach is that yeah, you can show up really prepared to like do something for yourself. Yeah. 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 For sure. I, it's a, my, my friend is coaching me. Okay. And which has been really fun so far just because, yeah. you know, he actually knows me. And because uh-huh. um, I had messaged him, I was like, do you know anybody who's good for like the 200 distance? Uh-huh. It's like me. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you just don't tell me to run less miles. It's a deal. It's like, awesome. <laughs> Best like, coach cool. ever. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your coach? Uh, Zach Marion. Cool. Yeah. He's great. Awesome. Has he run a lot of 200s then? He hasn't done a 200 before, but mm-hmm. he's uh, well-versed in pretty much all things. And mm-hmm. he lived here for a bit, too. And so he knows, cool. the, knows the trails, which I feel like makes a huge difference. Yeah, that does. Um, he can give you, like... Good wrecks. Yeah. Yeah, he created a route for me for my birthday. I was like... That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. My love language. touched. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, Cocodona 250, anything yeah. else this year lined up? 
Um, I'm doing cold water um, in January just to kind of like prep mm-hmm. um, for it and get used to. I feel like Arizona trails are so much different. Um, sure, like so desert much trails. Yeah. yeah. Um, so kind of just get used to that. And I don't have anybody, at least as of right now, like pacing mm-hmm. or crewing. Um, mm-hmm. So just trying to get used to like long miles by myself, mm-hmm. um, which I should have a lot of people out hopefully for Cocodona. Yeah. Um, but still, I think there's um, it's beneficial to to yeah. be able to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I don't really have anything. I, I, for some reason, just assumed I would get into uh, Western or Hard Rock with <laughs> one single entry. <laughs> and I was like, I You're like, this. I'm lucky enough. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just feel it in my bones, mm-hmm. and then I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, nothing else. Um, I think a friend and I, um, one of my like other really good running friends, Derek, we're going to do Wonderland Trail. Um, my friend cool. Justine is doing uh, Bigfoot. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So I was like, if I'm out there, I guess yeah. I have to do Wonderland. Um, so that – and then my my family does a lot of Ironmans, so mm-hmm. they're more in, like, that world. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually doing an Ironman versus my dad. In, That's cool. Yeah, which is so different. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really, like, thought about what that's going to entail. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's done, like – 15 hours or whatever you're like that's nothing yeah i was like do i need a train i don't know i'll bike a couple miles i suppose (laughs) maybe yeah where is your iron man it's in arizona oh cool yeah i've got a lot of arizona stuff yeah yeah the year of arizona yeah i love desert races i think they're just like it's flat gorgeous yeah yeah and beautiful too yeah so yeah i guess those things i'm sure something else will fall on the calendar at some point but Mm -hmm. um trying to keep it pretty much just focused on cocodona for the most part yeah and that's the cool thing about running trails is that, like, there's a million personal projects you can just, like, kind of pull out of the hat. Yeah. There's a seriously. million, like, just cool trails that people, like, niche into. and Yeah. I love yeah. the Grand Canyon. Like, probably try to do that again this year mm. or next year. Um, yeah. A lot of personal projects. I'm sure that'll just fill up. up my time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, like, let's run 50 miles on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, well, thank you for coming. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, if you have any advice to any like girls that are getting into running or who are thinking about maybe running an ultra marathon, mm-hmm. or if you could give advice to yourself when you were maybe just starting, yeah. do you have something you would say? I think in general, like first try to find a running group. Like the mm-hmm. accountability is like makes a world of a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd say be patient with yourself. Like it's so easy to like have the comparison game or think that you're not improving and then you look back a year and you're like oh my god I've come so far um Mm. so I think just like be patient believe in yourself and like you'll get there like no doubt that's awesome and women of the Wasatch if you're in Utah yes please yeah I think (laughs) you've got like a discord that people can join and then there's the Instagram we'll link below yeah we'll link your Instagram below yes and Strava and everything if you want to run with me yes (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Elsa. You are the best. Bye.